I think we live in a time where spirituality is at an all-time low. I've always chased him and everything he did. Anything he did, I did. And I want to be better than him ever. I'm excited for this. We we took some time off uh, just to kind of like regroup, format, and figure out the best way we want to do it. Because last time, or when we first started, I was kind of like, how do I say it? Like, I feel like I was following a format too much. Yeah. And I kind of wanted to be, because, like, there's a lot of people trying to do this right now. I think a lot of people are trying to be too professional and, like, kind of that way. Like, I want to be so authentic. Like, I don't want it to be, like, certain questions. Like, I don't want it to, like... Yeah, it's come from yourself. Yeah. yeah. Like, whatever we get on here and talk about, we talk about. Like, I don't want to have it pre-planned or, mm -hmm. or whatever. Especially when it comes to, like, athletes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, let them get on. kind of spill. So I was talking to one guy uh, who plays football overseas in Germany. Mm -hmm. And like he had a situation kind of happen. We, we, we oh. He had a situation kind of happen and he was just kind of like, he posted on the story. He's like, man, I need someone's podcast to hop on. Like, I want to tell my story. I'm like, bro, come on. I got you. I got you. Like, and that's really what I really kind of wanted, wanted to start doing. It's kind of like more like Joe Rogan's mm -hmm. instead of like other people's. Like, I don't want really, Especially because everyone's trying to get into the podcast space right now. It's like, what are we going to do to be different? Mm -hmm. And I feel like the best thing to do is let someone come on here and let's just, if we talk crazy, we talk crazy. Yeah, if, we, yeah, if we don't, we don't. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. Whatever we talk about. Like, it doesn't have to be about sports. It doesn't have to be motivational. It could be educational. It could be, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Whatever. Like, I know, do you know about go to training? I don't. Uh, go to training. Um, I have a friend who's, he's big in it and, um, he put me on to a trainer who's like big into Goda. So like Goda is like, uh, I don't even know how to explain it really. That's why I'm having them on the podcast so I can learn, but it's just like the different, it's a different way of lifting mm. and like moving, like the way you move your body. Like they're big on like putting like, like the pressure on the outside of your leg instead of the inside. Cause like that's more normal to run. And then like, that's why a lot of athletes have like ACL injuries and like all this kind of stuff. So like, I'm mad excited about that. You know what I'm saying? It's just something different. And like, like that's the kind of things I want to start doing. Like giving people different, you know, I, I work out differently. I'll bet, let's come, let's talk about it. Let people hear why you work out differently and why it's this, why it's that. Like not just your 20 second Instagram yeah, spill yeah. of it. Like I want the whole two hour, whatever it is about the situation, how you got into it, like all that. So yeah, we just had to, what, three months was it? We just kind of sat back and just game plan and figure out what we want to do differently. But yeah, I'm excited for this. Oh yeah, yeah, most definitely. Especially because I feel like our last one went well too. I really yeah. will. So there's no reason why this one won't either. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. So what you been up to? You already play? Right. What you been up to? Man, really just um, cleaning and organizing everything for this this year. Um, I have. My girls, uh, at AAU, I have a girls fifth grade squad, starting middle school girls. That's just absurd, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, really, um, start practice this month. Okay. And then start up next month. But then I got a, um, I have the girls middle school tryouts coming up, uh, first, uh, March 4th. Okay. And then I got a, a 
varsity, uh, with JV and varsity boys, RBK, Rising Stars Elite. Okay. So basically the rest of their team, and man, I ain't, I can't, I ain't gonna lie, I'm excited about them, man. You have like, some athletes? Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Just being able to tip, just, they're coming to me, I'm developing them, putting them on the strength. Um, the weights, the Vertimax, the Raptor, just working on the fundamentals and just elevating their game. Yeah, like, I so. just love it. And I can't wait to see them play. Yeah. Because, like, they, uh, they've they been balling this year, man. And just coming from um, high school ball, transitioning over into AAU, like, they already playing together. Right. So, oh, yeah, it's like, right. yeah, yeah, so it's just it's time, it's time to turn it up a notch. You need more training and, and, and everything else to come with it. So, I'm excited about that part. I mean, we got, what, district is ended this month. Then you got regionals following right after that, and then states next month, yeah. and then basketball is going to be wrapping yeah, yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. So training is going to be wild yeah. open for everybody. That's right. That's right. Yeah. No, that's exciting. Oh, yeah. I don't, um, I miss AU ball. Yeah. I miss AU ball. stuff was fun. How do you um, pick, like, select tournament wise? You already got that planned out, or what's your plan with that? Yeah, I already got it planned out. Um, like basically when I started, I just wanted to get a group of kids that, that was loyal that we could build something over years. Then as they grow and build their chemistry, then let's start going to bigger places. Okay. I got that now. Yeah. So like uh with my uh varsity squad, getting them more in exposure tournaments. Right. You know, fundraising, doing different things like that so we can take care of the funding, the travel, uh sponsorships to to help with each kid, different yeah. things like that. And then um it's, it's crazy, man, because, like, the way I pick a lot of my players is, like, I grew up with a lot of the the parents or just watch kids over time or someone come to me for training, and I just start piecing them together. Right. And then over time, they just build their chemistry, and then it just grows. Like, um, my daughter, she's um, fourth grade, just got through. Uh, we made it to the Final Four. Man, <laughs> It's wild. It's coaching, coaching fifth, uh, fourth grade girls, right. third, fourth grade girls. Oh man, it was fun, but it was it was frustrating times. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. <laughs> but especially going from like fourth grade to yeah, some varsity yeah. players to moving back down there. I yeah. believe that. But I mean, it was fun. And then when we lost that last game, I ain't gonna lie. Like being around them for some time, and then it just finally comes to an end. It's like, dang, this is it. Yeah. But I got to do something for them one last time, though. Yeah, you know, get sure. them together. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I really enjoy working with the kids and just, just helping them elevate. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a lot of people that don't do it, don't yeah. give the time to them. And, like, it's a lot of athletes that has the potential, but nobody gives them the time of day. You know? Especially at an early age. Oh, yeah. Like, nowadays... So like I'm it's like with my son, he's only two, and people tell me like I'm so hard on him or whatever. But then they like they come around and they're like, oh, he's so smart, he's so intelligent, yeah. he can do this, yeah. he can do this, he's so independent. Yeah. So it's kind of like which one is it? But like I, I'm so against like whenever he gets to the point, we're not doing participation trophies. Yeah. We're not doing fourth place, third place trophies. We're not doing that. We're yeah. teaching the work ethic mm-hmm. and the, and the, and the instilling of you have to not only do the the game and the little practice that they have for you even in third fourth grade it's mm-hmm. you got to come out here and do more like now we might not lift weights in fourth yeah, grade but yeah. you can do a whole lot more mm-hmm. and i think another thing i'm big on i don't think i'm gonna get him a phone or an xbox until he's like 
15. Ruins kids, man. Ruins them. Ruins them. God, it, I just, back in the, when we was younger, we didn't, we didn't mind going outside and uh-huh. playing and pitch back football and tackling and being rough. Now it's just like playing the Xbox is the number one party as soon yeah. as you come home. Yes. But, but yeah, it, it's crazy. I got a two-year-old too and he's tough. Yeah. He's smart. I can't wait to get him in uh, bitty ball this coming year. Yeah, but I know I know how you feel about the two year old. Like you're around them, they're not around them every day. I like you know what your son's like. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah. How much did you have? Four. Yeah, two boys, two girls. I, my son, he's he's sixteen. Okay. He's a um, junior at one Central. Play okay. football yeah. and play baseball. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Got a little game. Yeah, for sure. No, I bet that's amazing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It's amazing. And my other daughter, she's in dance. Okay, so yeah. Got, yeah. All athletic, all into Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, I, I was blessed with that part. Oh, for yeah. sure, yeah, that's a big difference. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't, I'm I'm excited. I So, me and my BM, like, are together in anyway. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm excited to find someone, get married, start having more kids. Yeah. Like, just, like, I never really was, I wasn't anti-kid. Mm-hmm. But like now that I have my one son, I'm like, yo, this is different. Yeah, and it's yeah, amazing, yeah. like truly amazing. Yeah. And like I was telling, I don't know if you know Josh Mitchell. I heard that name. He went to Warren East, but he he just had a, had a daughter, and we were kind of talking about it. And I was telling him, I'm like, man, at a point you start to realize any person who's like anti kid or I can't date somebody with a kid or something like that, you start to realize, like, they're just selfish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, at the end of the day, like, that's what it boils down to. Like, if you can't date someone with a kid, you're basically saying, I want to be the center of attention in this relationship. Yeah, I'm not willing to give that or divvy that up to someone else. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's when I really start to realize, because having a kid was maybe one of the most selfless, like, person that I've ever been in my life. Like, it's so different. Like, when you have to wake up and it's no longer about you anymore. Yeah, it's about them. It changes, but it changes almost everything you do. Mm-hmm. Your purpose, how you're moving, the the urgency that you're moving with, and understanding it, mm-hmm. it's it changed me for sure. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Just all four of us having to schedule all of them, practice over here, game over here. I know they get hectic. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, but I mean I enjoy it though. I really do because I mean, I really me not being busy is not normal. Yeah, and I've always been busy. I just, I mean, I enjoy this. It's for, it's, it's for the good though. Like, I mean, with what I do with training, and then I work with uh, um, individuals with intellectual disabilities. So okay. I pretty much, I, I'm able to make my own schedule and yeah. move how I need to move and, and make everything work. That's a big difference. Oh yeah. Oh That's yeah. Oh yeah. Having daughters is a change. I hear the change. Yeah, man. <laughs> it, 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 it does, man. Like you know. Um, it just brings out a um, like a different side of you, you know. You got boys, you know, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> you know, girls, you know. You gotta be a little different. But my, my daughter's is is rough, man. Yeah. Like uh, <laughs> my my um, my oldest daughter, she's nine. Uh, she's the basketball player. It's different coaching your daughter on the basketball court because she feel like every time you getting on, like you always just only getting on her. Yeah. Give you a little attitude. Yeah. Then I'm like, okay, let me just let her just figure it out. Yeah, you know, with yeah. boys, you know, like, okay, what did I tell you? You know, come on over, sit down. But you just gotta let them figure it out, you know. So it's it's different. It brings a different side out of you. 
So, I mean, I got the balance, the girls, the boys. <laughs> so yeah. it's, a, it's different. No, yeah, I bet that's nice. Two and two. Two and two is nice. Oh, yeah. I, know, I know someone, She, I grew up, one of my best friends uh, from Alabama when I grew up, he has, in his family, there's six siblings, including him. Five of them are boys, one of them's a girl. Wow. And I know someone with the reverse who has four girls and one boy. I don't, I don't think I can do it. I don't think yeah, I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I can do it. Yeah. yeah. I'm scared to have a daughter, truthfully. This, <laughs> I can't lie. That's scary. Yeah, it, it, it makes you think, like, when they get older, you're going to you're gonna be more protective because, yeah. you know, they're getting older. You yeah. know, they start driving. They start, they want to go on dates. They want to, they, you know, just be out. You know, like, like yeah. no, you know, we're not doing that. You know, we're just having a cell phone and, like, the technology now, man. Yeah. I remember back, we didn't have technology like that when yeah. I was younger. You know, not just, it's a computer in your hand. Yeah. You got access to everything yeah, right there. For sure. It's crazy. It's for sure. No, I, I, I'm scared to give my kids phones like that because yeah. they say, I was reading somewhere and it, it was a good point. He was just kind of like, if you give your kid a phone, the moment in time you go to sleep and he goes into that room, you're risking him looking at whatever yeah. and you have no control over it you're almost gifting him porn yeah you're yeah. almost gifting him you know what i'm saying all the things mm -hmm. that you don't want them to see at that mm -hmm. point so my mom my parents were uh, whenever we did get iphones they were you put your phone up yeah, in the kitchen counter bed. before yeah. you go to bed yeah before you like it's like this is where it's at you're not bringing mm -hmm. it in that room mm -hmm. and that and that now that I'm in this age, I can see like the difference. Oh yeah. Like my parents were very old school. Uh, we didn't weren't allowed to play Xbox. I didn't get my first PlayStation until I was in seventh grade, yeah. and I had two football games. Yeah, that was yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that was it. And we weren't even allowed to play it like that. And then uh, cell phones didn't get an iPhone until I was in a freshman in college in high school. So yeah, my parents weren't, they weren't on all that. It makes, it makes a difference. Like I see it now, like going through people, interacting with people. Like I see it now. I like to read, I mean, I'm gonna phrase that. I don't like to read. I, I force myself to read because I understand how important it is. Yeah. But yeah, I, I can see the difference. So like, I, I, that's something I think I'm gonna take from my parents. And like raising my kids is like, yeah, if you get an iPhone, it's, it's come with me. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, I, um, Whenever I was younger, like just I stayed so busy with with just sports. Yeah. Like I played baseball, basketball, football, and then AAU basketball, and then All Star baseball. So it was just nonstop. I'm in one sport straight into the next, and I just I loved it though. So you know, like the way I was raised, like I was mature enough to have a cell phone, mm. you know, and. And yeah, just man. like the way my mom and them raised me, like they didn't play, you yeah, know, like sure. you get out of line, you for know, sure. you know, they gonna you gonna get got. Right. <laughs> you exactly. know, exactly. like yeah. It's just, you know, it but so it's like a cell phone whenever like, you know, I was an eighth grade freshman, it was when we on the way back from a game, yeah. like, hey, I'm I'm on the way back, we almost there. Come pick me up. It was more so like that, because like for real, then it's like you have minutes. Well, so yeah, you're going out yeah, the minutes. minutes yeah. You're going to have to uh, spend your money. Yeah, for sure. To go, you know, you got to do these chores yeah. to get money, to get more minutes. So 
that was a way of just teaching responsibility too. Like, yes. okay, if you want this cell phone, you gotta work to do these chores. I, I mowed yards though. You know, I mowed yards. That's where I made my money. I had four people, next door neighbors, two people across the street. That's how I made my money to do whatever I needed to do. Yeah, for sure. But just, just being taught at an early age, just responsibility. You know, just and and to me that just shows later on in life, like a lot of kids they. They don't really have responsibility. So right, when they, yeah. later on in life, you know, it's like, okay, why are you not doing this? Why are you not doing that? Because they never was brought up that way. Exactly. So they're not doing it. Exactly. You know, yes. and, and yes. naturally with, with us, we naturally just do it because that's the way we was raised. We just talk, you know, and just, like, I mean, a lot of parents just don't carry it over. Yeah. You know, because sure. a lot of things too, you got young parents. Right. And they have kids at early age and they fall into that. They didn't have to do anything. Yes. And then they having kids and they no. teaching their kids. Yes. And that's the trend. Yes, sir. But, sure. you know, you, you catch our age, you know, we teach them right and, and just be respectful and just handle business, you know. And, sure. But that just, whenever they grow and they go to school, you know, it's just like you, the maturity level is is higher than everybody else when they're raised the right way because... Yes, they go take care of business. They understand what they want to do. Like, okay, high school's going to be here and you're going just like that. Yeah. So I'm going to college. Well, what you going to do after yeah. high school? You know, and some kids get it, some don't. But like, what I tell a lot of kids too, like, I know a lot of parents preach as soon as you graduate, college, college, college. A lot of kids is not mature enough to go to college. They're gonna go up to college. They're gonna see that environment like, oh my God. Not be able to They're not it, gonna yeah. be able to handle it. Football games, parties, and just their life. They're not mature enough to handle that lifestyle. So, you know, it's just, they gotta be mature to be on their own. Yeah. You gotta wake up, go to class on your own. Mom and daddy's going to work. You gotta get up or you on your own in the dorm. You gotta get up. You got to maintain the grades to stay here. You know what I'm saying? It's just teaching them that. And that's what I, a lot of the kids like just mentoring them and just talking to them. That's what I just talk to them about. Right. So I talk to them about all the time. I talk to them, I get to know them. You know, it's not about just training. You know, it's more to just training. Like you here to train, but I mean, get to like, what's your grades like? Yeah, you know, what's, sure. you know, how, how you doing? You know, what's, what you got going on? You know, just, the more comfortable they are, you know, they'll listen to you. You know, you can help guide them, you know, just guide them in the right direction because they might be missing that. You know, that's a lot of kids that just, their daddies ain't in their life, you know, or they don't really have the best home. They don't really have nobody to go to, so they always get in trouble. Yeah. They always, it's just their attention seeking. They're doing something to get people's attention, but they always like, well, he's bad. I'm not going to fool him. And they throw him over there instead of that one person taking his time. Like, hey, man, what's going on? Right. That's all they need. Yes, sir. It's all they need. And you can change your kids whole life. Like, I done done that before. Like, kids is on the wrong path. And I meet them, you know, and they might come and be a part of my, my program, my basketball team, whatever. And then they always in my circle. You know, we, we talk, I check on them. Right. And that that's all they needed because they didn't have it. No, for sure. So, yeah. I was, uh, I, I, I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this question. I was talking to a child therapist and she's, a, she's like 26 or something. 
And so she's younger, and so she's with the new age of therapy. And we were kind of talking about the, a few things, like a list of things that you have to teach kids in order for them to be successful. So you could have a list, like you think of like five things that kids have to know. So like for me, I chose mental toughness. You have to teach your kids, kids in general, mental toughness. Life is going to come smack you. How are you going to respond when it does? Mm -hmm. You have to teach them self-awareness and self-accountability. They have to be able to know I'm being annoying. They have to be able to know, oh, I shouldn't do this. And they have to hold themselves accountable when they do do something wrong. Mm -hmm. I said, you have to teach them about work ethic, how to not only, not only do you wake up, you have the desire and the drive and find something you love and some passion, but you should do it 110%. You should give it all you got. And if you don't get the exact result you wanted, that's fine. Let's mm -hmm. pick something else up and try something new over here. Mm -hmm. And then respect for people, manners. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yes, sir. No, sir. Please. Thank you. Um, uh, opening doors for people, being polite, like all those things, all those little things matter mm -hmm. because my biggest thing on that is those little things are what make a difference when someone's looking to hire somebody. When they're someone, oh, I need a reference for it, or do you know anybody who can do, and you do all these right things, your name is gonna be one of the first pop You feel me? So you have to have that. And selflessness. Mm -hmm. That's like, even though I said it last, that's one of the most important. Mm -hmm. And that's truly the difference to me. One of the biggest difference is to me between this new generation and olders, mm -hmm. the difference between God and Satan, mm -hmm. right? Being in the presence of God, moving with God, not doing that is selflessness. Mm -hmm. Putting other people first, not only thinking about yourself, not thinking that you're this high, mighty mm -hmm. person. Like, you can get to this. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm big, like, people who are like, oh, you should tell your kids they're special, you're special, you're this, this. I don't agree with that. You can be special. Yeah. You can be great. You can be the smartest, most, you can't, you're not that bad, mm -hmm. but you can be. And that's why I'm kind of against like critical race theory in, in, in a way, because like I understand that there's systems in our country that might hold people of color back. But to tell a kid like, hey, man, I don't know if you'll get that because you're because your skin color to me, that's terrible. Yeah. That's horrible. Like you like I want my kids to know like you can be yeah. that. You're oh, just yeah. not there. Oh, yet. Yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah. know. So like if you had a list, what would you list? <laughs> really? All them five. Oh, it's it's just, yeah. I mean, you hit it right on. And. I mean, you know, we're speaking on like the race, you know, like I tell kids, you know, you, you know, you, you're equal to anybody, right? You know, you're no different, you know, you know, you have to apply yourself just like the next man. We may have to work hard at times, you know, but that's just the way it is. You right, know? exactly. And that's not even a bad thing because, yeah. cause, cause you work harder because you know that, oh, he might have a mom who can get him this, or he might have connections for this, you might... Down the so like me and him were having a conversation the other day in the car, and I was like, "Bro, if you think about it though, all those excuses handicap those people because mm -hmm. now they know I don't have to work as hard because uh, my mom will be able to do this. So now yeah, he's nowhere yeah. smart as you. Oh, yeah. He didn't try. He didn't oh, try yeah. in school. He didn't work as hard on the court. He didn't do all mm -hmm. these things because he knew that he had an like an escape down the road. Mm -hmm. So so to look at it simply as oh he has all these advantages like no. He might have those now that were 18, mm -hmm. 19, 20, mm -hmm. 
But when he's 32, is he going to be able to do his own? Is he going to be able to move like you? Because you had to do all the hard stuff. Yeah, Yeah, it started from the ground up. You know? And that's what makes it so special. Like, just anything in life, you know, you got to work hard for it. Nothing's going to be given to you. And if it is, it's not worth it. Yeah, it's not worth it. You know, that's why I tell my kids every day, like, you got to work hard for anything you get in life. Like, don't look for no handouts. Nothing's going to be handed to you. You got to earn every single thing. Like, that's just the way it is in life. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, that, I think, once again, it goes back to the participation trophies and just everything in general. I think we have snowballed into this very soft generation of people who are entitled. But I mean, it comes with being in a country where, for me, in Saudi Arabia and Iran, they're not, they don't have the option to sit there and watch Netflix and play 2K and stuff all day. Like, it's not an option to that. It's the fact that we have these options and we've accidentally pushed our kids into accepting these op- the softer, easier options mm-hmm. in a mass scale. And it's, I think personally, we're gonna start reverting. Like as a human species, like you, you feel me, we start reverting because people, we start to see it. It's kind of like, ah, mm-hmm. all right, so what can I do to help? And it's like, like you, right? Um, let me, I have four kids. But I can affect a mass scale of kids. And you feel me? And those kind of things start to make a difference. Like, mm-hmm. real deal difference. Like, we need those. Right. We have to have them. Like, kids have to be in sports. They need to get into activities. Like, bring PE back in school. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, like that to me is beyond me. How do I Interesting. Yes. Yeah. See, but even then, like, it, I don't know if it has to be. You... You take fifth graders and you're like, all right, some of you play dodgeball, some of you play basketball. Like, what do you want to do? And just run around. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to. So, like, this to me, like, the system of, like, so I lived, when I lived in Alabama, I lived there until I was in sixth grade. And we had PE every day. Mm-hmm. And they didn't, they didn't care what we did. I mean, there were fights and stuff all the time. Because, I mean, we, we would play full-on kickball, basketball. People would start fighting. You know, all kinds of stuff. But, like, we did whatever. Yeah. I, I moved to Kentucky the second half of sixth grade year. We had PE once a week. And it was the teacher would talk for half of it yeah. to teach us how yeah. to run to dots or something yeah. and little things. And then we actually run. And I'm just kind of like, what is this? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then you get to middle school, high school, you got to take it as a class. Mm-hmm. So you don't get it every day. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, if you're playing sports, it's kind of not that big of a deal. But, like, think about all the other kids. Mm-hmm. Who the only sixty minutes that they're going to get any time outside of anything is right here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's kind of like to to think that, like uh, the movie Super Size Me. I think Buddy made a comment, or he had a guy on. He was like, "Yeah, so we took away PE, made them read more, so now kids are getting quote unquote smarter, but they're fat." Yeah. You know. It don't work. <laughs> no, it doesn't work. It doesn't work, especially now that you can see that there's science. Behind like the it's I think it was the more body fat you had the smaller your brain would get. Yeah. I think yeah it was, I was reading some crazy uh, crazy research paper on that. Mm-hmm. I'm like that's insane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to think like if that is true, like that's like that's crazy. Like that just yeah. like it blows my mind. I spent I think I spent two days reading that research paper and it just blew my mind. Cause yeah. I'm like bro like how does how do we slip into that? Like yeah. how does that happen? Like how do you not know that if you get fatter, your brain gets smaller. So now, like, it's like, uh, it just blows my mind, bro. It just blows my mind. 
Yeah, gotta get fit. Like, let's yeah, get the yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. So, but also, like, if you know, like, you, because you know, you work out. So it's like, mm-hmm. if you make these kids work out, they'll be more productive in yeah. class. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What I, what I mean, I guess what I mean by make it more interesting, because you got a lot of kids that just are not athletic. Yeah. So, okay, like, yeah. Okay, I'm with you. Yeah. You got some kids that's athletic, some that, that aren't, that's just don't have it. Right. You know, so it's just, okay, what can I do to get this group overall interested in just anything? Because I just feel like a lot of stuff is just thrown together. Like, this little boy or girl, they don't have nothing, they don't even know nothing about basketball. They might throw it up right with one arm. Right. Yeah. They ain't never play basketball. Right. But they have to play basketball. Yeah, okay, I'm with you. Yeah. So it's just. Give them something else to yeah, do. Yeah, right. yeah. Like, like you said, run around, but you can, t- like you can set up different stations. Like, for example, I work with kids, you know, and working on their footwork. You know, where if this little kid, like, I mean, this PE, so you running around, work on your footwork, you know, slide back and forth between cones, like, make stations. Yeah. You know, like have that. a little music playing for them, you right. know, make it interesting, you know, just add little things to it, you know, and that's the way I would go about it, you right. know, and I, I feel like that would, because a lot of kids, they're different from us. Yeah. You know, you got to do a lot of different things to get their attention, you know, some of them just might be staring over here the whole time, and how can I get his attention? Right. You know, running around, you got the music playing, stations, you got the timer going. You know, just. Yeah, a little thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. water break. Go back into it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah, get them, yeah. Yeah, keeping their attention, you know what I'm saying? And just, um, but yeah. And it's, it's, I got, um, starting in March, I got a group in, um, it's a group of 30 kids I'll be working with. Okay. You know, uh, I'll be going down to Russellville and working with them at the soccer complex. So it's coming up with stations for them. Like, I'm used to it. Yeah. You know, and just um, just being creative, putting them through workouts, working on the basic fundamentals, breaking everything down. And, and I mean, that's, it's, that's a big move for me, too. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Okay. So it's not like you got a lot of big things coming up. Yeah, big season, I, I do. Um, I host basketball tournaments too, so um, I have four events coming up. Okay. And I'm you host some here in BG? Yeah, I do. I do okay. over at Como Little and Car Gym with the with the count. I mean, the city. It's right around the corner. On okay, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over there, because I um, I'm on the board over there. Okay. I grew up over there. Played basketball over there as a kid growing up been coaching her for like 13 years right right you know so she's i've always been a part of the city parks and recreation so just i use that building a lot well the park and everything a lot for um just activities like uh juneteenth Mm. you know i'm doing um gonna be a big part of that this year and i'm doing the um basketball tournament you know and that's the same it runs into the same week as george fence uh basketball and football camp. So right. I was a part of that last year. Be a part of it this year. So that run right into Juneteenth weekend, have the basketball tournament going on. So it's like an AU tournament? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm do it outdoors. Okay. And then you got you have the three courts over there. I'm gonna have some of the youth playing high school and adults. Okay. And and do it that way. Just bringing that back and just having a good time. You know, oh, yeah, that's everybody right. getting together and, and just, you know, just having a good time. Live DJ, yeah. you know, and just bringing a lot more to the community right. where we could all be together. You yes, know, it's sir. just 
I mean, it feel good to be able to get together, the kids running around and having a good time. You're on the bouncy houses, you're watching basketball, you're entertained, everybody's acting right. Right. You know, just being able to bring that to, you know what I'm saying, the community, like just giving people something to do. Yes, no, we need more of that. I think, oh, yeah. I think especially after COVID, people are starting yeah, to realize yeah, yeah. we need more of that. Oh my God, it feels good that we finally got back to this. Yes, yes. I didn't think we was. You think so? No, I mean, I I, I was hoping eventually we would, yeah. but like how long was it going to take? Yeah. Because like just wearing a mask. Yeah. And just, this is the norm now. Like how long we got to walk around with a mask on? Like trying to go play basketball with a mask on, that's trying true. to work out with a mask true. on. Like you got to breathe. Right. Yeah. You know true. it was it was rough, but just to be back into this, yes. oh my god. Yes. We couldn't go to sports events. You know they weren't going on. Or watching NFL, NBA, yeah. no fans. Yeah, that was weird. That was such a weird. Time. You got then they start putting the cardboard fans up. But <laughs> so like, come on now. Yeah. No, what are we sure. doing? For sure. Like, this is it. <laughs> for sure. But I think, I think, but yeah, I think COVID showed community in general. Yeah. Like, I think, especially like small business wise, um, people just getting back together as a community, like, community, everything has to come back. Come yeah. back. Like, we have broken down and, like, all over this country, we have broken down, like, our community base. Mm-hmm. And it's like people, so, like, like you said, like, Come, everyone's acting right. Like, let's just come together. Yeah, like, yeah. We don't need a big reason to do it. Like, let's just do it. Like, yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we need yeah. each other. Like, like this old saying of it takes a community to raise a kid. Yeah. Like, we gotta get back to that. Right. Like, have to get back to that. Like, I was listening to um, a guy. He was talking about the Jewish community, and it was like, like when a Jewish person has a kid, everyone in the Jewish community brings you. They coordinate. And it's coordinated to bring you breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And they just stop by and ask you what you need. How can they help? Like, the whole community comes and they help each other. And it's kind of like, if you actually sit down and listen to, like, how the Jewish community functions, you see why they're the most successful communities all over. Mm -hmm. It's because they're so brought into, like, we have each other, and that is it. Mm -hmm. Like, no one else outside of this community really understands what we have so like why would we per se for the black community why would i shoot him just because he blew up three streets over for me mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like it doesn't mm-hmm. make sense mm-hmm. and it doesn't and we have to we like in general no matter race color whatever like none of that matters like especially in bowling we have to bring back the community because i remember when i first moved here there was little things all over yeah, the yeah, place yeah. that people would do yeah like all over and that from i i would say i don't know right when we were in high school about 2015 2014 like that kind of just yeah yeah, yeah just yeah. stopped and it was i don't i don't know i don't i agree with you we gotta start doing more stuff yeah 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 because the city is growing too yes you yes. know there's more people here more things going on so we just just gotta be the the group of people that just guides the youth in the right direction you know, and I mean, we do that, continue to build a team and just be there because a lot of kids are just being able to just guide them, man, yeah, just help them. Sure. That's all they need, just somebody to be there for them, somebody to hear them, somebody can come to when something's going on. A lot of kids just don't have it. Most definitely, yeah. most definitely. I can, that, yeah, for sure. Especially being a father figure, that's, that's big time. I, I just saw a stat that was like, a fatherless home, or it was a, a, a 
motherless home, but with the father, produces the same percentage of inmates as a two-parent home. Mm. But a fatherless home produces like 40% more than one without. And and so being a father figure yeah. to those kids is probably oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. beyond measure, especially if they don't have one. Mm-hmm. Especially if they don't have one. So yeah, no, that's but that's why that's why I like talking to you and support what you're doing. Cause I see, cause I'm so I'm so like with the cops, the just the Memphis situation, mm-hmm. and some people were, were there was a guy on, that hopped on Fox. I think and he was kind of like asking like, well, did they grow up without fathers? Or this is what happens when we lose masculinity in the world or whatever. And of course, everybody was mad. Like, oh, you wrong timing. Why would you talk about this? And I was kind of like, yeah, I get you guys. Like, this situation just happened. Like, let's talk about it. Like, let's wait to talk about it. But we can't, we have to stop avoiding and talk about it. Yeah. Like, it has to be talked about. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, the, the fact that fathers being selfish and not taking, being there for their kids and being in that household, like, we, we, it has to be talked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it has to be talked about. Like, keeping, avoiding it is what's, having situations keep happening. Yeah, keep happening, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it has to be brought up and it has to be, we have to, so like, if we can say, we know that people aren't doing it, we have to support people like you. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it has to be done. Mm. Because it's like, all right, so one father's not there, but we can support this one man who can affect 20 other kids mm. to make up for that one father. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like, that's why I'm so big. Any person that I know that does those kind of things, like how can I help? Yeah. Like what can I do? Cause that's like, that's how we get back to where we need to be. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yeah, for sure. That's, that's, yeah, I love what you're doing for real. I'm sure, for yeah. sure. I love what you're doing for real. It's, it's needed. It's really needed. Especially in these kids in Bowling Green. I know, I know too many kids my age that are just not, they're not doing much. Yeah. Yeah, they don't. They don't do much. They sit around, play a lot of two K, a lot of Call of Duty. <laughs> they're not active. They're not fit anymore. They don't. I don't know if it's the Bowling Green thing of like they. You get hyped up here and they sell you this dream and they they don't really push you in school. I don't know how it was at Central when you were there, but like at South Warren, you're an athlete. I mean, that's it. That's how it it, it always is. Yeah, you know they. When you're an athlete and you want to main athletes, they treat you on the pedestal. Yeah. But like kids now, it's like if they get treated like that, some of them don't know how to handle it. Yes. Like they feel like they're just invincible, like you can't yes. be touched. Like, but when they get that reality check, when they go to the next level, yeah. and then now they flunk out, they're no longer at their college, and this is your story. Yes. You know, like this great athlete that rise and fell as quick as he rose. You know, it's just like it's it's too many stories I done heard like that. But like the kids that actually would take that opportunity and do something with it, some of them just don't put in the work to, you know what I'm saying, just right. make that happen. But um with um with me getting into like this this whole like program with doing the basketball and and training and everything is just a way of it's something that I've always had a passion for. Yeah. Like I don't know, it's just you know, you you go to college, you try to find what you wanna do, business, you might change so many kids and 
me myself went to college, changed my major multiple times. Didn't know what I wanted to do. This sounded good, so I'm going to go do this. Oh, this sounded good, I'm going to go do this. But actually thinking about what are you really good in? What are you, your passion? Like a lot of people, they'll get their degree, but go work a job that has nothing to do with their degree. Like why do you even go to school if you're going to go work at this factory that has nothing to do with sports medicine? Yeah. He working in Magna. Yeah. You know, like what are we doing? You know, he wasted his time, but but like getting a trade or finding something that, that's a passion like this, this personal training, me giving back to community, me doing what I'm doing, it's like it's something I love to do. Right. You know, and and being successful at it. You know, I'm eight years into the my basketball program. You know, just yeah, yeah I love it. You know, just Having lady rising stars, you know, my girls' teams, my boys' teams, and just being able to help them get exposure and colleges looking at them, getting their attention, and just helping them in that aspect, you know. So that's where I'm at with it. Mm-hmm. You know, it took a lot to get to where I'm at, just a lot of just building ups and downs, but I stuck with it, you know. And one thing I love the most when somebody says, Oh, it ain't gonna work. It ain't gonna work. But they, God didn't give them that vision. He gave you that vision. Right. So how you gonna tell me something ain't gonna work when he gave me that vision? Right. I'm gonna make this work. Yeah. Right. This is what he gave me to do. Right. And that's what I've been doing. So a lot of haters now they see like, oh, okay, he he's okay. He's for real about it. Yeah. And I love it though. It drives me because yeah. I know who does it, who hates. Yeah. But at the same time, I love it though because. Building it, and you were hearing that. How was that? Like, what did you? You know what I'm saying? Like, you would hear all the doubt and all those things. How did you? You know the mentality that goes into that. Like, how was that for you? It was a motivation. Yeah. Because I got your attention. Yeah. Like, you are so focused on trying to hate me, doubt me. Yeah. That I got your attention because you might not. You thought about this, but I'm actually doing it. And I'm successful. You can't do a, um, you're trying to host a tournament, but you don't have any teams, but I'm doing it. Yeah. So you're going to hate on me. Yeah. You know, so it's like, <clears throat> it was just a motivation to me. Like, just hearing it, like, people that I thought was cool, they walk right past you, don't shake your hand. But mm-hmm. well, I know you didn't like me because of whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Yeah. You know, that's just a motivation to me that just carry with me. Because when you do certain things that some people just think, oh, I can I can do this. Let me just walk in. Let me flex my money and let me go do this, do this. But they don't realize that you got to network. Mm-hmm. You got to get to a certain point with people to where you can do certain things. You can't just walk in. Oh, I'm just gonna do this and, and think it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. I build I build uh, friendships with the people down at Parks and Rec. I build friendships with the people with the city and the county, you know, on the board with the city, you know, just different connections over time. And I build the word. They trust me to where like, hey, I want to do this. Okay, come on. Let's go. Yeah. So anybody just can't just walk in when they didn't, they haven't put in the work. Right. And when somebody comes in and they hate on what I'm doing, I don't put in the work. That motivates me. I don't care how you feel or what you say right. because I know what I'm doing. What I'm doing. And I'm eight right. years in for a reason. Yes. yes, sir. A lot of people done started and failed. 
I'm eight years for a reason right. and I'm building. It's not just the basketball. I added the personal training. So now I train athletes, all athletes. So the program's building this other things than just basketball program. So I just want people to know more than just the trainer, Adrian, right. or Adrian that has BG Rising Stars, the Lady Rising Stars, right. or, you know, just the, the coach. Don't know me for what I do. Yeah. Know my story on yeah. what I've done from the ground up. Know what I do. Know the full version of me, not just a piece of me. Yeah. So that's not for sure. That's for sure. That's, I mean, we kind of talked about it earlier, being able to have those relationships because not what you know, who you know. Oh, yeah. And that makes a big difference, uh, a huge, a huge difference. That's one of the things that we're working on now. It's like my sport agency company, we just signed another agent and I think we're about to have another one. And that's one of the things that we're working on now. Like we're going places, traveling, doing all these things just so we can network. Mm -hmm. I'm like, but the athletes will come. Especially with name, image, and likeness, athletes come. There's new thousands of freshmen every year. Mm -hmm. Athletes will come. Let's build these connections with these businesses. Yeah. New business owners, successful business owners don't come every year. Mm -hmm. It doesn't happen. You know what I'm saying? People don't switch out like they do. So I'm like, well, let's, let's do this. Mm -hmm. So then when it comes time, it's easier for us to call a business that we have a personal relationship with. Like, hey, we have this athlete mm -hmm. do you want to work with him mm -hmm. instead of being some random agents calling this company yeah. trying to trying to i don't know the athlete i don't know you guys why would i want to do business mm -hmm. with you right so i can agree with that that, mm -hmm. that, that that it opens doors that normally wouldn't have been opened mm -hmm. right you can because people can say your name in 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 rooms that you're not in when you do that and it it, it changes things for sure for sure, but yeah, no, that's crazy. Eight years is a long time. Oh yeah, I know that's been a grind. Cause it, I played AAU ball when right. I was growing up, and I played for two of them. You know, and grew up with some good teams and just traveling the competition level, and then like me always coaching. I was just I just coached, and then it was. One one year, the first year I started, I went to an AAU tournament and I was like, I don't want to try this. And then I remember it was like two weeks later, it was a tournament and I put together a team real quick. And it's crazy, I ended up coming in second place in that tournament. I think we lost the championship by like two or whatever. I mean, not like, like five points or whatever. But just from there, just being able to just add pieces. Wait a minute, so you, didn't practice anything? Yeah, yeah, we oh, practiced. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Oh, you, really? When you said five, I was like, you showed got five on Monday and showed up to play on. Well, no, 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 no. Like, well, we had the tournament. Well, it was a tournament there okay. when I went to it. And that's what convinced me to start the team. Okay. So I don't even, honestly, I don't even think we got to practice because at that time it was hard to get inside gyms to practice. Mm, yeah. When you first start something and you're trying to find gym space, Gotta build connections with people right. too. Like, okay, which one of my friends or who do I know that knows somebody that works in the school system so mm -hmm. you can get this gym? Right. So it was a lot of that that I had to networking and uh, find a gym. But just, I mean, we put the team together, 
two weeks later, we jumped in a tournament, I think, like in Allen County or whatever. Mm, okay. And just taught them on the fly. Right. And came in the second place, but like I started just adding pieces. And then over the year, it just got better and better. 2019 was the year that, that it was all, it all came together. Mm-hmm. And then from there, it just grew into what it is now. Yeah. You know, just having just athletes now that play high school ball that's dominating. And, you know, they started with me in fifth grade. You know, so I went from coaching to now I have coaches. And I just run the organization and I train and I was tournaments. So now I don't, I don't coach anymore. I just coach my kids, but I don't coach anymore. I just run the program. So I got a great group of coaches that we all just work together as a team. So it's like, okay, we need to come up with a fundraiser or we need to add a player or, or whatever the situation may be. We all communicate and work together where it's fun. Right. You know, it's it's not stressful. We ain't go out and we don't have we need money for this tournament. No, we got it. So there, just building a a strong team. You know, and that's what I got. Great coaches. You know, like I'm like playing team. You know, we together. We a team. You right. know, not controlling nobody. We right. team. Right. You know, just being able to have that and build that man over time. I'm just been blessed with that man for real. It's, I mean, it's hard to find a, a good group of kids and a good group of parents and a good group of coaches. It's always one thing is throwing the next off or the other two. Like parents, is, you got these five parents just go crazy at the tournaments, yelling and screaming, getting kicked out of the tournaments. And, you know, you, you go through that at times, but when you eliminate the issues and start adding a group that, they're respectful, you know, they're all one. You know, nobody feel like you're bigger than the next. Right. We're all a team. Right. That's why we succeed together. That's right. Because we all in this for the kids at the end of the day. At the end of the day. That's <laughs> yeah. What it's all about. Yes, sir. Yeah. How many tournaments do you guys do a year at this point? Ten. Ten. Yeah, yeah. Each each group will do ten tournaments. Um, um the girls, both uh squads, they'll do ten, boys do ten. Um, and all over, you try to get them all over. Yeah, all over. Yeah, yeah. we'll play in, in Georgia area. We'll play um, Tennessee area. We'll travel. Okay. This year, getting that exposure, yeah. the experience of that for mm-hmm. sure. Oh yeah. So I'm, I'm sure you play some crazy teams though. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. we have. Yeah, play some good teams, man. But it's just to show them like. If it's a good game or we play a team, you just come in and just hand, you know what I'm saying? But you, it just shows you we have to get back to work. And okay, we we'll go back, watch film, look at what you didn't do, and look at what you should have done. Yeah. And just we we'll get back to work. Right. But just giving them that exposure, playing against that type of talent, this makes you better. Yeah. Like, man, you just ate me up. I know I need mean, next time I should should have done this. Or or just you might dominate on them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I mean, it's just. I think that's one of the best things about AAU. Yeah. Because yeah. especially like in a city like here or in general, like you can get caught up in, oh, I'm the best in my city. I'm this, I'm this, I'm this. Yeah. You go over here, you make a forecast <laughs> on one team that yeah. you can't even run with. Yeah. And it, and it really changes things. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, do you have plans to do 
other travel sports like outside of basketball like is that in your, in your future um i'm working on um seven on seven passing camp okay so um that's what i'm working on now trying to do tournaments for that uh get high schools involved in, in different things that way and just and then try to get baseball going you know just try to be more than just one sport yeah for sure so just um taking a step at a time and then track and field connecting mm -hmm. with somebody that do track and field you know and so it's like kids like i got kids play all sports you know you want to be able to they might want to be a part of an event or yeah. whatever just want to create that form but but yeah i definitely definitely that's my plans for real I know travel football seven on seven is really starting to pick up. Yeah. So I was just curious. Oh, sure. Because yeah. Bumble has got some talent. Oh, in yeah. That sense. oh yeah. We got oh, some yeah. talent around right here. I know Nakari is fan. And then they just started at seven on seven. But I don't know if it I couldn't tell if it was based in Bowling or not. It looked like it was in Tennessee. I couldn't I couldn't tell. Um, I can't really remember but I know, you know, he's the receiver coach. At Bowling. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. how he just got the job. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Big ups to him. Oh, big yeah. time. That was big right there. But, yeah. Sure, but let's, yeah. I'm excited for you, bro. That's really I'm excited, man. That's really Just each year, just trying to be better. Yeah. You know, and, and you learn each year, you know, like, okay, I need to do this better. Yeah. Or next year, I'm going to add this, you know, or you want to do this. And, and just being able to have a group like my fifth grade girls group, I can't wait to see them playing that in high school together. Yeah, like good, they yeah. started last year, fourth grade, right? So seeing them all play together in high school, right? And they've been playing together for five, six years. Yeah, point, yeah. Now at that point, that's when we start really going and travel to bigger tournaments because they got their chemistry, like right. the bond with these kids, being able to. Don't just see me on the court or practice. Let's hang out together. Yeah. Let's go hoop at the park together. Yeah. So it's like, if I know I'm dribbling, I'm passing over, I know you're always going to be over there because yeah. you know where we each other's going to be. Sure. That's how you got to dominate the team. Just build that chemistry on and off the court. Yeah, for sure. And like growing up, um, I remember <laughs> we lost uh, St. X. Um, it was my junior year of mm -hmm. Western. Um, it was 13 9. But what made St. Nick's, you know, they recruit players. Yeah. What made our group so special? We played together as in Pee Wee football. Right. So we played together, like from middle school, Pee Wee football, middle school, all the way up to high school. And that's what made that group so, so good. But, but, uh, but yeah, just, man, just, Building something that that's gonna be like that all kids will and then parents will just see like okay, I wanna be a part of it. Yeah. Because this is this is for real. And just opening doors to all kids, you know, not just being about sports. I mean mental programs, you might you have events, you know, just bringing all kids out, all people out, just doing different things and and it's Doing more in the community because I mean we, like we said, ever since COVID, you know, it's things happening, but they're not happening like they used to. They yeah. slowly happening. Be something here and there, but let's crank it up. Yeah, let's crank it up a little bit because 
I mean, COVID's always gonna be here. Yeah, but there's no. So I mean, you got it. Stay away from everybody. Get yeah. well, and we we'll see when we see you. Yeah, for sure. But it's but yeah, this this year, man, I've been excited about this year for a long time. It's got a lot of things going on. You got any big goals, like set goals that you have for this year? Just keep grinding, man. Keep yeah. just, just. I mean, really, just what I'm already doing, you know. Mm-hmm. Just, um, um, just with uh, training more programs, getting more connected with programs, um, just continuing to grow like I've been going, um, and. I mean that's that's really the the goal I have, and I'm already living it and doing it. You know, yeah, it's um, sure. you know I I set this goal for for 2023, yeah. and just to actually be living it and doing it yeah. right now as we speak. You know, and like um, <clears throat> I was like I told myself I said 2022 I'm gonna not host tournaments. I'm gonna build my AAU, my teams, and everything. 2023 is when. I'm gonna just do everything. Host tournaments, I got my team together, everything else. That was my, my goal right there. That's and that's why I planned it out yeah. and just executed it and and I'm doing it. Yeah, it. yeah, I'm doing it. Sure. Yeah, yeah. In those eight years, what what are some things you learned? Like what are the biggest lessons you learned from those eight years? Ooh, um because you had to learn lessons to get to this point, you know? Yeah. yeah. You Trying to build something, that was really hard. Like trying to, you know, when you go try to get a group of kids and try to put the, put a team together and going through like parents that were just ungrateful, yeah. kids that was ungrateful, you know, and then you had to rearrange some things and, and just finding the funding for tournaments when you're first starting building connections, trying to find a gym, trying to um, just just trying to make it all work smoothly. But it was just like this for a while, just trying to find all the pieces for the basketball program, get the right coaches, get the right help, get the right players, getting the parents to be involved. You know, just that whole deal is what I dealt with. And then hosting tournaments. I remember hosting my very first tournament there's a lot of things I was like, man, I really didn't know. Mm-hmm. And then like, I was my second tournament. I was still learning. I'm like, okay, I'm better. Third time, I'm like, I got it. I got it. I know what I need to do. It was a lot of observing, a lot of learning, a lot of just sitting there listening, and and just and just taking everything and applying it to where like I had mistakes. I had like, okay, I should have done this differently. I should have. Okay, I should have done this and I didn't do this. And now being able to fast forward and be able to have success and and your teams together yeah. and actually be ahead of everything. Yeah. And then being able to, like when I took on training, being able to be in a position of where people trust me to help their kids reach the next level in training, being able to provide what they need to get stronger, faster, bigger, whatever they need for that 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 uh, sport, I'm able to give that, you know. So just being somewhere and being able to just add on to it, 
but in a positive way and being more successful each year and growing and you add this subtracting each year with just different situations, people, key, you know what I'm saying? Just anything to make everything make sense. Yeah. So where now you build something strong and a team. Mm-hmm. And that's all I got now. Yeah. You know, and that was it was a roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. you learn as you go, you grow and and now I'm right where I need to be. Yes, you know, just that was my goal. And then just being ahead to where now we we're just waiting to start. You know, we're not worrying about none of the other extra stuff. You know, it's, it's time to start. Yes, that first tournament comes, let's drop up, let's go. Yep. You know, it's that's the way it is now. Yes, no, yeah, that's a, I know that's a good feeling. Oh, yeah. Especially because I, I can only imagine. Because I, I say it all the time, as I'm building what I'm building, I'm like, well, I should have went corporate. Yeah. This is crazy. Yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. is crazy. Yeah. And I can only imagine, like, you had those days where I like, mean, I went quit. And I can, I can just I can just choose a different route, and it'll be so much easier. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, so yeah, I know that the feeling that you have right now, like, I can't yeah. wait for that feeling. So I know the feeling is crazy. Yeah, it was so many years to where it's like, I don't know about next year. I don't know if I'm gonna keep this up, but it was something just kept telling me, just, just hang in there, yeah. just hang in there. And then when I start getting some more pieces that was adding, now I'm like, okay, I'm building a good group of people. Let me keep adding. And once it got together, 2019, 2018, 2019, that's when it was just, it just took off. It was like, okay, I got the right group of people. Mm-hmm. Now, How important is that? The it's team very, that you build, it's very important because it's like you have to have a team that kids that's respectful. Yeah. That 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 five that you just mentioned. Yeah. Like, you know, just sportsmanship. Yeah. You know No, I meant like the team like your coaches oh. or like your people. Oh, oh okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 That that that's very important, man, because it makes your job easier. Yeah. Cause I was the coach. I was putting the players together. Yeah. I was uh, getting doing the practices. I was doing everything myself, mm-hmm. and it was just draining. And and whenever I started, okay, I said, let me find a coach yeah. so I can focus on other things. Right. So once I got that coach in there, I could focus on okay, we need players, the funding. Let me. Go uh, make sure we got a gym that we can go practicing because I got a coach there. Right. So now I don't always have to be yeah. in practice now because I have that coach there now. That was important because it's like I'm trying to train and be a personal trainer now, but I got to leave and go coach. Mm. And I'm like, I got to figure this out. Right. So once I got it and I start getting coaches, so now I don't coach no more. Yeah. I train, I build the program. Hey, coach, we got, I got practices set up for us at Buchanan, Ephraim, right, whatever. And they set up, they just show up, they practice. We got, we already got the tournaments rolled up. They're already printed out. We know where we're going. The funding for the tournaments, everything's already there. And then when you start building good coaches, then you got parents. So, hey, we're doing a fundraiser on this day, this day. You got parents and stuff. Okay, okay, I'll help you get it together and we'll do this, this, this. That'll help, help you start planning things. Yeah, so when you get that, yeah. it's like, man, I'm right where I need to be now. Like, I don't have to eat a man, the guy to do everything. Right. To do have to do everything, 
I was stressful. You know, like it's been times where thought of um sponsor was gonna come through, didn't come through, come out of my own pocket many times to make sure this group of kids got to play. Or if kids didn't have money or couldn't get to the tournament, I'm paying for this tournament. Yeah. This kid don't got money, so he needs food while we're yeah. here. And we're here two days. Right. So drive might go down for an hour, come back at night. So now they need something during the tournament. Eat on the way back or while we up there, depending on how long we up there, turn around Sunday, same thing. Yeah. I've done that. Yeah. Because it's like even though it was coming out of my own pocket, I didn't look at it that way. Yeah. When you build or something, you got a passion for something, you gotta look at it that way. For sure. Cause you just, okay, I'm giving back. This is what I wanna do. I'm yeah. gonna build it, I'm gonna make it work. I'm gonna make it back eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna no, make it back. Sure. And I'm making it back. Yeah. You know, so you gotta give something to give give something back. Get something back. So that's exactly what I've done. You know, I gave gave back to these kids and now I'm able to have what I have now, a successful organization with with a great group of coaches and a great team around me and great basketball players and everything that comes with it. You know, I've just been blessed with all of that. Just being patient. Patient was, that was hard. It's just, you know, just you you plan things to go a certain way. You know, we in life, we plan things to go a certain way, but they don't always go that way. So when they don't go the way you plan them to go, how you gonna, how you gonna maneuver? How you gonna, Get through it. What you gonna do? What's your approach? How you gonna take this on? Because it didn't go the way you planned. What you gonna do? Right. Yeah, exactly. So. So, but yeah, that having the right group of people is very important because you just as a as the one that that is putting everything together. It just it's less on you. Right. So that right there. Man, I'm just ready to crank up now. Let's get ahead of it. Yeah. Uniforms is already in the box and ready to pass it's out. It. You know, tournaments is already lined up. So once we're ready, is we're gonna crank up. We're gonna be starting. And uh, well, my fifth grade girls they're playing um, this month in February, uh, okay. February uh, 26th okay. in Greenville. So we're gonna start off down there. And let's get them going, man. So, it's exciting. Yeah. Unbelievable. Would you say you have a right hand, like a right hand man or someone that you like would say take took the risk with you when you started this, like been helping you through this whole thing? Uh I mean, I really it's really been, I mean, I've been really talking about through the whole like eight years and yeah. everything. Yeah. It's been me. Yeah. It's been me. And then, you know what I'm saying? My wife, she's been encouraging a lot, you know, and uh, support me, you know. When, How big is that been? How big is that? That's been yeah. big, you know, with the tournaments, you know, just having that support to yeah. help. Like, remember having my first couple of tournaments, I'm like, oh my God, concession stand, somebody worked the door, you know, passing out trophies, just having people in different places. And she's been like a huge part on just, holding certain areas down and, and then just building a team of just having, just being able to take care of everything, you know, and just, she's been a big support of everything and, you know, and you need people like that, yeah. you know, and my parents and, and just anything that we need to get done, you know, just have a good team that, that'll help me get it done. Yeah. 
But really, I mean, if you want to say, been, she's been my right hand, you know, just the support and just what I want to give up, you know, just, just pushing through it, you know, and just, um, just encouraging me, like, don't give up, just keep pushing through it, you know, it's going to work out. You know, that was, that was, sometimes you need to hear that because you going and building things yourself and you just hearing, oh, it ain't going to work and, and you having doubts and, okay, am I going to do this next year? Am I going to, you know, so on, so on. And, and you just, you got that motivation, just keep, keep pushing, keep pushing. And you push and then you look like, okay, look where I'm at now. Because I kept pushing. I kept just listening, keep pushing, and I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm here. For sure. Yeah. Oh, that's fire. Oh, uh, yeah. That's fire for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. I I, I love hearing the, the the whole story. Like, nowadays, people only hear the from 2019 to now. Yeah. But it's like, nah, it took him eight years. Yeah. You have to understand the hell he went through yeah. for eight years. Not, I'm sure there probably wasn't many days in that where you thought like, damn, I should quit. Yeah. Damn, yeah. this is crazy. Yeah. 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 That's, that's, entrepreneurship looks fun to people because they see the Instagram of you traveling, you doing this, you doing that. Mm -hmm. They don't see the days in between. Yeah. The long nights, the early mornings, the days with no sleep, the days where you didn't get to sleep because you were working on something, but before you knew it, the sun was up, and then you had to do that for two days in a row. Yeah, but you're, yeah. you're, you couldn't slack off on your production, you couldn't slack off in any areas. So it's it's not it's not as easy as people wanted to make it be. Mm -hmm. They jump they jump on the table to sit down and eat in 2019, mm -hmm. six years into it. Yeah, you yeah, know what I'm saying. Yeah. And it's, it's, yeah. So I love hearing the, about the eight year stories. Oh, yeah. That's, 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 those are the stories people need to hear. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. give people hope, give people motivation. To, for the people who are three years into it, to the people who are a year into it, who think, who thought that, oh, let me just do this overnight and a year from now I'll be here. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work like that. No, no, not at all. Cause I mean, it just, it takes a lot of just patience networking and building over time because things don't always like a puzzle the pieces don't always go together yeah. you know you got to find the right pieces to put this puzzle together you know and it might take a couple of years three four five six eight years right. you know just to finally like have everything like i'm still learning i want to be bigger than where i'm at now you know yeah. i want to learn more be bigger you know do more so but where I'm at now is definitely my goal to where I work hard to get here and meet this goal. So I'm just gonna keep setting goals for myself so yeah. I can meet another goal, right. another one. Yeah. So yeah. How do you set your goals? Like how do you, like you, so I don't, I've heard, you, you know, there's a lot of things going on, like how you should set goals and like realistic goals or you, those kind of things. I feel like you should set things, goals should be things that you can control. But at the same time, to set them low is doing yourself a disservice. Disservice. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, to set them something that is unachievable is doing yourself a disservice. So I always say your goals should be things that you can control. And the thing that you should set above achievableness is your standard. 
Mm-hmm. Right. So like the standard of how you wake up, the standard of like if I say I want to set the standard of waking up at 430 every morning, I know I'm not going to wake up at 430 every morning. But if I know if I set the standard and I do it five days out of the seven, mm-hmm. I'm in a pretty good place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, how do you how do you set your goals? How do you decide? Like, yeah, I want to set this goal. I have challenges I face with my business. Yeah. Like um, just. I mean, we're talking about just the, the roller coaster from from the eight years from to now. You know, okay, I'm gonna do this different. Let me fix this. This year, I'm gonna approach it this way. Just uh, I base it off of just the challenges I face to where I'm gonna take that challenge on and I'm gonna make it right, right? Or I'm gonna be successful in making that challenge, right? Taking on that challenge. So, just with the business overall. You wanted to be successful. Like, I don't see a lot of people that go about it the wrong, but their business the wrong way. AAU programs don't fell off. Yeah. You know, it'll be a powerhouse program that fell off. Right. But it's about going about everything the right way. And you'll have challenges as you go. But just that's been my focus on things, areas that I feel like, okay, I need to get stronger in this. I make that a strength. Yeah. You know, and that's that's how I go about my goals. Cause it's like making this and making it last, that's that's always been my motivation. You know, because it's just it's bigger than just sports itself. You right. know, it's just impacting the lives of many kids. Right. And and just helping them see more than just like I said, the game systems and everything else, you know, see see the world, you know, and Prepare them for the world and make sure they're mature enough to handle such situations. Just be there for them and guide them. Would you, what would you say prepares you most growing up for, for going on this journey? My parents. <laughs> oh my God. Like they were strict, you know, like yeah. we were speaking on like this, a different generation. Like, like, Growing up, I did chores. Yeah. If I wanted to go to a party yeah. or go hang with my boys or whatever, you know, I played sports, but before you went to them sports, like that morning while you were at home, it's not no sleeping all day. No. If you know you want to go do something, better wash dishes, clean this house, yeah. mow the yard, right. do these certain things. And and that prepared me for later on in life to, to know how it's okay. These are things that I'm supposed to do. Yeah, you know, yeah, have to get done. And that prepared me like my parents, because they didn't get done. You got some answers too. Yeah, for sure. So, but that that right there, just having good parents, you know, and and my daddy's always been hard on me, you know what I'm saying? My mama's been there. They always been great parents. And and one thing my mama always said to me, my daddy too, like, I didn't raise no quitter. Yeah. Sure. You know, you start something, you finish it. You know, and that's one thing I've always carried with me. That's one thing I tell my kids: you start something, you don't, we don't quit. For we sure. finish for sure. So that's why I just carry on from what I learned and put it into my kids. That's right. Yeah, for sure. Ah, uh, for sure. How long have we been doing this? What two? two I mean, one twenty. It's one twenty. No, like an hour twenty. Oh, twenty six. Oh. That's not bad. I think the last one was only like 45, 50. Oh, I can't remember. 115. 115 on there. That's pretty good. Oh, uh, yeah.
I feel like we got a lot. I talk talk about a lot. Mm-hmm. Truthfully, truthfully, a lot. Yeah, <laughs> a lot. There's a lot of good stuff in there for sure. And it's different when you're coming back for the second time because all that you know, what I'm saying, getting, getting to know, get to know him type things, things over with yeah, you actually get to things. know. Yeah, the service level is gone. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. now we're actually getting into the depth of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the depth of what makes you you and mm-hmm. your parts. And I agree. That's why I'm always. That's why I think I get more excited when we have someone the second time, time. Yeah. than the first time. Like I get excited meeting new people. Like I, I love doing it. I I was told in high school one of my the print one of my assistant principals was like, yeah, I think Jacob could talk to a wall for hours a day and be fine. So like I get excited talking to people. Like I talk to random people. I sit on the bus and talk to people. I love talking to people. But like the second time you meet someone and talk to them and like you get over the surface level of them and you're like into the depth. You're like, yeah. Yeah. Like this person is legit. Maybe mm-hmm. they're really here for something. So uh, yeah, I like the second time for sure. Definitely. But I appreciate you coming on again. Yeah, we'll have to do this again. We'll, oh, yeah. we'll have to do I'm gonna start doing like with someone else, so like three of us hop on. Okay. We can start doing yeah. something like that and just kinda you know, carry conversations like that. But yeah, we yeah. most definitely should do this again. Looking forward to it. Yes sir, yes sir. Appreciate it. Oh, appreciate yeah. all you guys joining us. Uh, make sure you follow him. Keep up with his AAU teams. They can follow you. Yes, sir. Tell them where they can follow you. If they, you've got Instagram. Nation's Best Athletics. And then BG Rising Stars on Instagram. Make sure you keep up with his teams. If you got kids and you're on Bowling Green, Franklin, Russellville that need training, I know you guys have heard the great things he said. He's a great man. He'll teach them more than just sports. So, but once again, appreciate all y'all. Appreciate you. Y'all be good. Thank you.